Hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Brandon. Is that right? Yeah. Still me. Hmm. Still Brandon after all these years. A lot of background noise over there. Are you knitting a sweater or something? No, I was moving in my chair. Hmm. I moved one time. Oh, I won't move again. I swear. Please don't. Uh, well, this is the show where either myself or Brandon come prepared with a top 10-ish list and the other tries to guess it without doing any research beforehand. Well, the guesser is not supposed to do any research beforehand. I've done plenty of research. Well, before you tell me this week's topic, I have a a question for you. Okay. Out of all the famous auto insurance spokesmen, so Flow from Progressive, Mm -hmm. the Geico Gecko, the State Farm guy, Mayhem from Allstate, you know who I'm talking about there? Yep. Or the urine safe hands guy. Urine safe? Your. <laughs> I asked our Twitter followers who was their favorite. Give me your give me your guess for favorite, and then give me your guess for least favorite out of the ones I read. Favorite is the mayhem dude, and least favorite is the progressive lady. You're almost right. Mayhem is correct. Forty seven percent said that that was their favorite, and in last place, barely actually tied for last. Both at 19%. Okay, Flow from Progressive and the Geico Gecko. Tied for last? Yeah. The Gecko's fine. I don't like... I've seen people dress up as Flow for Halloween. I don't get it. Did you call the police? I should have. Those commercials aren't funny to me. I don't mind Flow, but I don't love her. The Geico Gecko, I think you know, he's underrated. No, those commercials are really funny to me. Yeah, people. I think people have seen him for so long that they think they dislike him. And he's they, cute. Yeah, he's a cute little guy, like his accent. Hell of an ass too. <laughs> a little green one. So, why don't you, uh, let's move on and tell me what this week's top 10-ish list will be. This week's list is the top 10 wealthiest people in the world. Oh boy. According to Forbes. As of when? Last year. Oh. 2018. Okay. We haven't had a full 2019 yet, so they, they can't do it. So, this is their net worth? Yes. One, two, three, four. I think at least four of these you will definitely know. Should be a great episode. Six people no one's heard of. There's some good facts about these. You've got to learn something. You don't want to hear all... Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Let's get right into it because we know who's not on this list. That's literally everybody in the world except for 10 people. Okay. Is Donald Trump on the list? He's not. He's not. What about... The actress who plays Flo from Progressive. Uh Uh-uh. There are no actors or entertainers on this list. What about Dennis Rodman? Uh, he's not. He's, I don't think he's a billionaire. Vanilla Ice. Not a billionaire. Billy Sims. (laughs) The barbecue magnet? (laughs) Magnate? No, Billy Sims. Heisman Trophy winner Billy Sims is not on here. Wendy. As in Wendy's. No. Wendy the imaginary logo is also not on here and neither is Dave Thomas. Kevin Bacon. Nope. He lost all his, he lost a bunch of his money to um, that Ponzi scheme guy. What guy? I can't remember his name now but that guy who was like in the news, I don't know, 10 years ago or so for Ponzi scheme and a bunch of people. One of the like wealthy people he ripped off was... Um, 
Kevin Bacon and his wife. I'm looking up Ponzi scheme to see if I can find this guy. What was that guy's name? Famous Ponzi scheme. Joe Butt? Bernie Madoff. That was close. And he made off with their money, right? I don't know. I haven't heard that. Bernie Madoff was the famous Ponzi scheme guy and he ripped off Kevin Bacon. And otherwise, Kevin Bacon would have been on this list. What was the scheme? I don't know. I don't understand Ponzi schemes. Have you ever been Ponzi schemed? Probably without knowing it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. How about Rob Zombie? Nope. I mean, I'm running out. I'm exhausting my guesses here. (laughs) Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is also not on here. I told you there's no actors or entertainers. All right. I'll give you some real guesses now. You ready for the real guesses? Yes. I know who number one is. Who? And it's Jeff Bezos or Bezos. Jeff Bezos is number one on the top 10 wealthiest people in the world. As of March 2018, his net worth was $112 billion. Pocket change. Yeah. He's 54 years old. He is from the United States and the source of his wealth. Ponzi schemes? Ponzi schemes that he funneled into Amazon. He founded Amazon in 1994 on a cross-country road trip from New York City to Seattle. What did he do before that? Uh, He's just a nerd. (laughs) Okay. Listener of the show. Yeah. Amazon began as an online bookstore. I had forgotten about that. And now uh, it's where everybody buys everything, shows up at their house in a box. I got to tell you, people can say what they want about Mr. Bezos and Amazon, but Amazon's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I'm ready for some of those little flying Amazon robots to bring me my stuff. Aren't those happening now in like select markets? Select cities and our city hasn't been selected. And have you seen their store in Seattle where you just walk in, you grab your shit and you leave and you never have to stop and pay? I've heard of that. Pretty incredible. Uh, He also founded aerospace company Blue Origin in 2000. I'll show you my pink origin, am I right? Oh my God. They expect to perform the first commercial suborbital human space flight this year. Blah, blah, blah. He owns the Washington Post. Oh, does he? Like he himself, not Amazon? Yeah. Uh, And more on that in a moment. There's some late breaking news about Jeff Bezos that possibly concerns his ownership of the Washington Post. He is a cousin of country music superstar George Strait. Hmm. Do they know he, each other? Did they? Were they close? I don't know. Or are they? Are they close? I should say. Well, <laughs> the next bullet point I think applies to both of them. They are both cold-blooded lizard people. Oh, okay. I, I'd heard that. But listen to this. He also eats exotic foods such as octopus and roasted iguana. Is this a fact or is this bullshit? This comes straight from Wikipedia. And Mm. Forbes magazine. Well, you know what? When you're that rich, you get bored enough with all your money and bullshit that you start trying new things like eating blowfish. Yeah. I get it. Just hanging out on a beach somewhere and you look over at a lizard and you don't like the way it looks at you and you just point to it and tell somebody like, roast that guy. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's Jeff Bezos, the lizard. (laughs) Um, His wealth, if you took 2.7 million average Americans and put all their wealth together... That's one Jeff Bezos. So, 112 billion you said, right? Yeah. I was just at the Science Museum in Denver this past weekend mm-hmm. and there was a, a note somewhere, I think in the dinosaur area, 
That said, um, if you were to count to one billion, like out loud, one, two, three, it would take you 32 years yep. to get to one billion. Yes. He has 112 of them. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. Uh, we're going to learn a lot about obscene wealth today. So, he has been separated from his wife for a while and they're getting divorced. If their, asset, if his, their assets are split evenly, his divorce would make his wife the wealthiest woman in the world. We can't have that. Uh, they've been separated for a while and maybe you've seen this news is hot off nope, the press. I haven't. But uh, Jeff Bezos says that Pecker, huh? Pecker, Pecker? The, pub the publisher of AMI, which owns the National Enquirer, attempted to blackmail or extort him over photographs of him and his mistress and his penis. <laughs> You and said, you said Decker, Dicker is trying to blackmail. Pecker. Pecker. Cocker. I hardly know her. Winker. Wanker. This dude Pecker, the National Enquirer dude. Well, wait, it's a dude? I thought it was a company. Well, he's the National, he, Pecker owns National Enquirer. What's his name? Dick Pecker? David Pecker. And he is best pals with President Donald J. Trump. Who, uh, I've heard of him, Donald Trump. Yeah. And Trump hates the fake news Washington Post and constantly attacks or craps on or insults Jeff Bezos on Twitter. Who doesn't hate fake news? Jeff Bezos has intimated that there is a political agenda behind this extortion attempt and the story is currently unfolding. Who, who reported first that there was an extortion attempt? I guess he, him and his lawyers. Hmm. Kind of like you trying to get in front of the hot dog story? No. That's you are being the Trump in this situation, screaming fake news at true news. Mm -mm. Um, National Enquirer, is that the, the little black and white newspaper like at the cash register with absurd stories? You're thinking of weekly world news, which is far superior in that it offers cryptids like Bat Boy, who is the boy who's half bat and found in a cave. Yeah, I saw, I used to love looking at those. There was one that showed two skeletons holding hands and it said, you know, breaking news. The first people were found. It wasn't Adam and Eve. It was Adam and Steve. <laughs> uh, Weekly World News has a website that has a lot of their best stuff on it. But I mean, they're self-aware, right? Yeah, they've got to be. But, the, but they're not as open as like The Onion. No. And I don't know if you remember, but in the, the first Men in Black movie, Tommy Lee Jones referred to Weekly World News as the best, report, best journalist reporting out there. Right. I remember that. So, no, the Inquirer is one that normally focuses on celebrity scandals and some of mm. them are true and some of them are completely, completely false. It's and that one is in color. How do they not get sued all the time? Uh, I don't know. I think they have, they write it in ways around it. Like instead of saying, you know, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher killed a, killed a, uh, a dog with his bare hands, they'll say, Sources say Kutcher, so I guess technically they could blame it on some. Why do you have to bring animal violence into the show here? We're having a good time and you come in here talking about killing dogs with bare hands. It wasn't me. It was the source, a source that named Ashton Kutcher. By the way, if you say Ashton Kutcher instead of Ashton Kutcher, then just get the fuck out and don't let the door hit you on the way out. Uh, did I say that? No, but oh. people say it. People. They're the worst. Look at this. So, going back to Jeff Bezos, I just glanced over here at Twitter. You know, the New York Post 
is usually kind of cheeky with their headlines, hmm. right? Sure. So, the subhead, let me read the subhead of the cover, right? It has a picture of Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez, his lady friend. The subhead says, Amazon chief, National Enquirer boss tried to blackmail me with nude pics. The headline is, Bezos exposes Pecker. <laughs> That's cute. That's off to you, New York Post. That's cute as hell. All right. You got number one out of the way, Jeff Bezos. He's newly one of the richest person in the world, right? Isn't that pretty recent that he took that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so Jeff Bezos, listener of the show. Thanks for listening, Jeff. For my next guess, I'm going to throw out, you know, someone that used to be number one. I don't know if he's in the top 10 anymore, but I'll guess uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is number two. Is he? Okay, I thought, for some reason, I thought he had dropped to like near the bottom of the 10. No, he, in March of 2018, he was worth $90 billion at age 62. So, that's a pretty big drop from number one, 112 versus 90. Uh, yeah, I think Bezos shot up there due to, I don't know, something or other. So, Bill Gates, he came up with something called Microsoft. 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 Oh, Microsoft. Mm -hmm. People generally kind of know, you know, a lot about Bill Gates. He has been in the public eye as like a billionaire, super rich guy for almost probably 30 years. He wants to give away 99% of his wealth upon his death. He is worried about super intelligent robots. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't <And> we all? <laughs> yeah. His home is called Xanadu 2.0. It's just outside of Seattle and is an earth sheltered mansion. Earth shell. What does that mean? It's half buried like a hobbit home. Oh, okay. So, would he be safe in that home in an apocalyptic event? I'm think? sure he would. He has heated floors and heated driveways. Heated drive? Why do you need a heated driveway in Seattle? I don't know. Maybe he wants to walk barefoot out there and wash his car. And he's colorblind and he only recently had the balls to admit that. <laughs> So, Bill Gates, tell me about the creation of Microsoft. Uh, well, I don't have a lot of notes on the actual creation of Microsoft. Great. But off the top of my head, in the 70s, he was a huge uh, nerd and he looked like a huge nerd. He had big glasses and he was friends with Steve Jobs. And in the garage, they made some early computers and he did some programming on an operating system called Windows. And he partnered with IBM. He was extremely competitive. Some might say he... What? What might they I, say? I'm, I'm trying to think of the phrase that he um, used anti-competitive tactics. Unethical tactics? Yeah. I mean, almost every one of the billionaires I read about on here have accusations of greedy, unethical practices, which I guess you would probably have, you to, have, have to yeah, in order to be a billionaire. Yeah. He's not friends with Steve Jobs anymore on account of Steve Jobs is dead. I wonder if Steve Jobs w uh, was still alive, would he be on here? I mean, he had to have been on here before his death, right? I don't know. So, would you say is Microsoft responsible for the internet? I think for how widely used and accessible. Well, I mean, they, they brought the internet to the general public, right? Yes, I think so. For the gentleman listening to us right now that's also looking at Pornhub, you can thank Bill Gates. 
So, yeah, uh, Bill Gates is colorblind, so he is less than. <laughs> All right, let's put number two to bed. That was Mr. Bill Gates. Put him to bed with Mr. Pecker. So, we got Bezo, Bezo, Bezos, Bezos, Bazos, Boozos, Bozo, and Gates. I'm going to say someone from the Walton family. Nope, no Waltons on here. Probably spread no too thin across all the Walton family members, but they are all billionaires. The Walton family is uh, behind Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how about, I don't know, Kanye West? No. There, I, I told you, there's no entertainers on here. You know, there's two of these names on here I know that you know. Kanye West is a religious figure. He's not an entertainer. Let me give you a clue. The, the Wizard of Omaha. I don't know what the fuck that means. What are we talking about? That's this guy's nickname. He's from Omaha. An investment wizard. Is he famous? Everybody knows his name. Oh, it, oh, uh, Warren, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is number three on the list. That high? Yeah, he's sometimes called the Wizard of Omaha. His net worth in March of 2018 was $84 billion at age 87. What good is it having all that money if you're on death's door anyway, am I right? Yeah, he's the oldest guy on the top 10 list here. Uh, and his source of wealth is giant company Berkshire Hathaway, of which he is investor and chairman of. He also pledged to give away 99% of his wealth. He plays the ukulele. He plays the ukulele? He learned to play the ukulele to impress a woman and it didn't work but he kept playing with this ukulele. And he still plays it like on investor calls and stuff, which I'm sure confuses the hell out of everybody on those calls. But something I wanted to point out about old Warren Buffett is uh, I always heard these stories about he still lives in the house that he bought in 1958 for $31,000 in Omaha, which is true. He lives there full time? Well, that's what I'm getting to. They said he still lives in that house. He only owns like two pairs of shoes, a black pair and a brown pair that he lives very frugally and he drives himself around in his own like Cadillac or something. You know. You think I've never seen a Cadillac before? I've ridden in a Cadillac hundreds of times, thousands. <laughs> but <laughs> what I wanted to point out is that all these guys who at some point were like living frugally, like at one point Jeff Bezos was driving an o himself around in an old Honda Accord and not spending extravagantly and stuff. but. At some point, all of these guys break and buy. Oh, uh, Bill Gates used to fly commercial flights, coach and commercial flights until like the late 90s when he finally bought a private jet. All of these guys start out doing that, I think as PR. Why not just fly first class though, Bill? <laughs> I don't know. And then eventually they buy private jets and mansions. So, yes, in addition to the $31,000 home that Warren Buffett owns in Omaha, he also has a giant mansion in Malibu. Yeah, so I'm guessing the $31,000 home is just for PR only. Uh, I mean, maybe it's a place to like go poop when he's in town <laughs> and have some privacy or something. But all these stories about these super rich dudes who are like... He just goes in his pants. Yeah, People like driving around dirty old cars and stuff. I don't buy it. Uh, you mean if uh, with your millions from the Tennis Podcast, you still drive around your shitty old car? No, I got it cleaned. Oh, okay. 
Warren Buffett's number three? Warren Buffett is number three. Well, we've gone through the top three already. Right. But the other ones are so interesting. All right. Take your word for it. There's one more. I know that you know this guy's name and he's the youngest one on this list. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg is number five with a net worth in March 2018 of $71 billion at age... Just from Facebook. Just... Think about how huge Facebook was. Sucks so bad. For better or for worse, Facebook changed the world. Worse. Uh, He is the CEO and chairman of Facebook and I think most of us have seen The Social Network, which he says is only 40% true. It's a great movie though. He launched Facebook from his Harvard dorm room and ripped that idea right off of those Winklevie twins. Winklevie. He had a Star Wars themed bar mitzvah. Nerd alert. He is, he's not a lizard person, (laughs) but he's not a person. What is he? Intelligent robot? He, yeah, he's some sort of artificial intelligence. Have you seen, there's a YouTube clip. You search YouTube for Mark Zuckerberg smoking meat. You've talked about this before. There's a video where he did like a Facebook live while he was smoking some meats and he would not stop using the phrase smoking these meats, smoking some meats, going to smoke up these meats. And someone cut the Facebook live so it just focuses on every mention of the phrase smoking these meats and sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. And it should. I'm about to watch it. it. Yeah. Hey everyone, we are live from my backyard where I am smoking a brisket and some ribs. I'm making meats now, smoking these meats here. It's smoking. So, I'm the meat chef. Yeah, someone asked me, do I smoke meat? Smoking meat. Smoking these meats. Smoking meats earlier in the day. Smoking these meats. Just God, he's a weirdo. I want to try my brisket. She, she knows what's coming and a sweet baby raise. That's pretty good. This is what I can't watch this anymore. But isn't that part of his shtick that he's a weirdo? Like that's, people point to that as like his strength. It is? Well, like they say, it's like the argument that like geniuses are always weird. People would say Albert Einstein was the smartest man that ever lived, but he would forget to put his pants on in the morning, which I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> I don't, he's just walking around with his ass hanging out. <laughs> smartest man in the world has got his pants around his ankles. I don't know if that's true, but hey, wait, bef- before we move on, you, you don't think Mr. Zuckerberg is a lizard, lizard man. Mm-mm. Do you put any, is there any part of you? Even the 1% that puts any stock into the idea of actual lizard people walking around in human skin. Even 1%? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it 1%. What's your, what's your over-under? What do you mean? Percentage-wise? Yeah. It's two. So, you think there's at least or there's up to a 2% chance that some of the world's most powerful people are actually lizard people? Yes. Do these lizard people come from outer space? Um, originally, but I think more of them were born here at Dulce Base. What's Dulce Base? Well, you'll have to go refer to the last podcast on the left series on the Dulce Base. It is a underground military installation where humans work alongside lizard people and greys and greys do experiments uh, on like other dimensions and stuff 
And who, who would you say are prob? If there are lizard people, these would be them. Who comes to mind? Hmm. Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Two more people on this list. Shania Twain. She said she's a woman. She said she feels like, whoa, maybe that's a, right. a hint. Feels yeah. like a woman. I feel like a woman. But not Zuckerberg. No, he's just goofy. So, you got one, two, three, and five. How old is Zuckerberg now? He's 33 or maybe 34. You, you're, you could be his dad. If I made him when I was three. No. Nope. All right. I'm going to impress you here by guessing the rest of this list. Okay. The founder of Uber. No. Is, it, is there like a head of tech companies on here? Yes. Twitter? No. Spotify? Uh, the head of Oracle Corporation. Oh, I don't know that person's name. Uh, well, I'll go tell you. His name is Larry Ellison. He is number 10 on the list with $58.5 billion. He's 73. He's from the US and yeah, he is the chief technology officer and co-founder of Oracle Corporation, which is a computer company. You sound like my mom, computer company. Computer stuff. What's Nick do as a job? Oh, computers. Some stuff with computers. (laughs) Now, Larry Ellison, he is also a licensed aircraft pilot who owns two military jets. One of them is a Russian MiG that the US won't let him import. Wait. He owns a Russian military jet. Why? I mean, there's a lot of... You could ask why for a lot of shit on this list because he's a... Because he has $58 billion and he knows how to fly an airplane. Why do none of these people buy an island? Like, that's the first thing I'd do if I was a billionaire. I think some of them do have islands. How, who do you go to to buy the island? There's no island store. God. Like, where do you even start? God? Yeah. Maybe the devil. Gotta make a deal with the Lord. He is a non-executive director of Tesla. He's been married and divorced four times. Hmm. Might come as no surprise that he likes fancy cars and yachts. He's really into racing yachts, which is a real rich dude thing to do. What's wrong with that? You don't race your yacht around? I've never raced it. I I don't get the speed up very high on it. You need a new yacht. He's also one of the top donors to Conservative Solutions PAC, a super political action committee that supported Marco Rubio's 2016 presidential bid. He gave $4 million to Marco Rubio's failed presidential bid. That's literally like pocket change for him. Though. Right. It means nothing to him. And his name's Larry. <laughs> How many of these guys on the top 10 do you think have bunkers of some kind set up for the end of the world? All of them. Are you serious? I think all of them do, yeah. How many do you think are part of the New World Order? Mm. I think three of them on this list are, but I cannot reveal two. Mark Zuckerberg, I think, is one, but the other two I cannot yet reveal. Hulk Hogan? (laughs) Yeah. I'll give you a clue on one of these. Hang on. I want to talk about the New World Order for a minute. Okay. Do you believe that there is a small or large group of elite people, such as those on this list, that are engineering the end of civilization as we know it? Hmm. I'm actually going to put my, my real talk hat on right now and say no. Do it. I think it probably seems that way because there are so many 
wealthy, powerful people who are also buttholes, that it seems like, well, they must all be working, conspiring together in their buttholery towards a goal, an end goal. But no, I think they're just all, they're all just different kinds of butthole. Well, another way to put it is maybe that they're not engineering the end of the world, but they have knowledge of something coming or happening. And so, they are prepared with their bunkers and whatever else that uh, and they choose not to share it with the the peons like not you and I because you and I have underground bunkers set up but you know, a lot of the listeners of this show. So, what do you say to that? I would believe that. I'd buy that. If I had some money, I'd make a little bunker. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if your bunker is uh, full or whatever by the time it comes, you can come stay in my bunker when the end of the world comes. We'll need a, we'll need a janitor of some kind. <laughs> I, it's just a new world order inside your bunker where I'm a slave. <laughs> I'll throw you a hot dog every few days. All right. Well, that stuff fascinates me and I know Beyonce is part of the new world order um, as well as Jay-Z. So, I don't think they have enough money. All the single ladies and all those with 99 problems can come and uh, maybe worship them. They call her Bay. Yeah, what, why do people treat Beyonce like she's the queen? I don't know. You, like you've heard that kind of shit though, right? Yeah, I don't get it. I mean... Is it because of the booty? She's a rich singer. <laughs> it must be nice for her but no, I don't... I kind of have the same feeling about Oprah. Everyone who worships Oprah and I realize Oprah did a lot of amazing and groundbreaking things but she also promoted Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, James Frey, all kinds of different quacks. Is Oprah the wealthiest woman? I do not know. I think the wealthiest woman is an Australian woman. Let me look it up. An un-American, can't be right. Wealthiest woman in the world, Francois Betancourt Myers a French billionaire heiress and an author of Bible commentaries and works on Jewish-Christian relations. She's the only daughter and thus under French law the heiress of Liliane Betancourt. Her family owns the company L'Oreal. L'Oreal? Isn't that a... Makeup. Yeah, okay. Or beauty or something. So, the Australian woman I was thinking of is named Gina Reinhart. She's now number seven. The number two wealthiest woman in the world is Alice Walton, who is... Where's Oprah? Oprah's not in the top ten. Huh. I thought she was. All right. No. All right. I derailed us. As for the rest of the top ten, is there anyone that's not a white male? Yes. Really? Okay. Is there anyone from oil and gas? Yes. One of the founders or CEOs or whatever the hell of Exxon or, you know, one of those companies. Well, I'm going to give you these two. Coke Industries. Ah. The Coke brothers are tied for number eight. So, there's no number nine on this list. There's two eights because they both have, Charles and David Coke both have or we'll Talk about lizard people. A net worth of $60 billion. Charles is 82, David is 77. And the source of their wealth is Coke Industries, K-O-C-H. They're businessmen and political donors. Each of them owns 42% of Coke Industries. Coke Industries originally involved exclusively in oil refining and chemicals. 
It now includes process and pollution control equipment and technologies, polymers and fibers, minerals, fertilizers, community trading and services, forest and consumer products, and ranching. The businesses produce a variety of well-known brands such as Stainmaster Carpet, uh, Lycra, Spandex Fiber, Quilted Northern Tissue, and Dixie Cups. Dixie Cups. These two fellas grew up in Wichita alongside BTK Killer. <laughs> sure. They both And millions of others over the years. They both grew up wealthy and went to attend the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. They are big Republican political donors. They sometimes donate to Democratic candidates. David Koch considers himself a social liberal but thought Obama was scary. Charles is a classical liberal who claimed that prosperity is under attack by the Obama administration. And they are against corporate welfare. These guys have more power than the President of the United States. And uh, these are the other two that I think are lizard people. <sighs> it's spooky. Tell me why they're so spooky. Because they have all this power and influence. And their agenda involves a lot of deregulation. Do you have any specific examples? No, not off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> I, I know. I read something once. It was like a checklist of things they wanted uh, the Trump administration to accomplish. And if you go by that list, they've accomplished almost all of those things. And most of them involve things that will make the Koch brothers richer. Pooping in uh, Warren Buffett's house in Omaha? Yeah. Uh, so, those that's two off the list. I'm missing seven, six, four, and four. Is that it? Yep. This didn't take me long to power through this list. I'm doing really good. These are going to be harder because the remaining three people on this list are, are they're not Americans. And I had only heard of one of them before I put this list together. Elton John. Elton John is not one of them. You have a Frenchman. Napoleon Bonaparte. A Spaniard and a Mexican man. Where's Tim Cook? I don't know. He wasn't in the top 10. Huh. Do, do you have any, I'm sure you don't off the top of your head, but do you have any idea what Steve Jobs was worth when he died? Uh, let's see if we can find out. He was, his net worth was estimated at $10.2 at the time of his death in 2011. Which, That's pretty low. Yeah. It, he wouldn't even be in the, all of the top 10 wealthiest women in the world all have more than $10.2 as well. That's interesting because Apple is the most valuable company in the world, I'm pretty sure, right now. Hmm. Did he die in 2011? I guess so. I thought it God, was... God, seemed more recent than that. Oh, I thought it was longer ago than that. Well, the iPhone didn't even come out to 07. Oh, you're right. Hmm. Oh, he... Investopedia reports that Steve Jobs could have been a lot wealthier if he'd held onto his Apple stock. He held a 26% stake in Apple when the company completed its first round in 1997. By 1985, he owned an 11% share in Apple because he sold most of his shares when he was ousted from the company in 85. Yeah, I never saw the movie. so I... More of his net worth came from Disney than Apple, from Pixar. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. How about the guy who owns Disney? He's not on here. Bob Iger? Yeah. Uh, I'll only look him up. Robert Bob Iger, uh, he's 67. His salary 
in 2018 was $65.6 million. <laughs> Almost as much as you and I make off this show. Let's see if it has his own net worth on here. I don't see it. He's rich. He's doing okay. Yeah, uh, eventually we're going to do the top 10 biggest companies in the world. So, for these three that I don't know, will I know the source of their wealth, like the company or whatever? Yeah, I th- okay. for the most part, I think so. Let me try to guess those then. Oh. What? Well, I don't think they're as obvious as you. You might recognize them, but I don't think they're that obvious. Okay, what industry? Give me, let's focus on number okay. seven. What industry is number seven from? Mostly telecommunications. But he is at a, has an, an extremely widely varied investments, but m- mostly telecommunications in Mexico. Telemundo? He probably owns it. Okay. Ricky Martin. No. I don't think you know this guy. His name is Carlos Slim. You never heard of Carlos Slim? Is he responsible for Slim Jims? No. Carlos Slim. He's actually a little bit chubby. How's the ass? I haven't seen it yet. I'm assuming based on the rest of them, not good. He is a Mexican business magnate, engineer, investor, and philanthropist. He is pals with Larry King. He accounts for 40% of the listings on the Mexican stock exchange. Wow. 6% of Mexico's gross domestic product. He's also the largest shareholder of the New York Times. He started investing at age 11, learning about compound interest. He has saved every financial and business transaction he's ever done in a personal ledger that he still keeps to this day. I have a personal ledger of every time I've seen you eat a hot dog. Well, it must be a very small scrap of paper. Yep, and at the top is Atlanta Airport. Carry on. Those are the major notes I had about him. He... Does he have a mustache? He does have a mustache. Paint a picture of him to our listeners. He he has kind eyes. <laughs> he is 79 years old. He has, you know, pretty nice smooth skin for a 79-year-old. He has a mustache, but he has a kind of a fat neck. You're intriguing me to the point where I got to look his ass up. I'm looking at I got to see this baby nice skin. Does he have kind eyes? Yeah. He looks very sweet. He looks good for 79. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, there's a picture of uh, Richard Branson here and I think he actually looks like a more normal human than Richard Branson. How many of the top 10 do you think have had plastic surgery? Hmm, let me go back and look. Jeff Bezos, no. Bill Gates, no. Buffett, no. That guy. You're just assuming though, just because they look good doesn't mean they haven't. No, I don't think they look good. That's why I'm saying they don't. Jeff Bezos still looks kind of like a nerd. His face is still asymmetrical. Very turtly to me. Yeah. Bill Gates has definitely not. He looks exactly like you would expect him to look. Mark Zuckerberg is young enough. I don't think he's worried about that. And like the rest of these are just old. I think when you're like an old rich dude, it doesn't matter what your face looks like. Your face could be run over and you're still not going to have a problem finding somebody to want you or pretend to want you. Their face could be run over. Yep. And okay. You're not going to have a problem finding somebody. Well, I know when I go on eHarmony, 
I type in like, what are you looking for? I say, run over face. Face like a run over. So, Carlos Slim is actually a little fat. Well, fat is a strong word. I mean, he's old. He's chunky. He's, no, well. He's not slim. He's not slim. I'll give you that. But chunky, I don't know. I think he's just kind of, he's on the big side of average, I'd say. So, number six on here is an 81-year-old Spaniard worth $70 billion. The companies that he's most associated with for his wealth are Inditex and Zara. Zara is like a fashion and accessory company. Does he own that or a CEO of that or? Yeah, I mean, do you want me to just tell you his name because I don't think yeah. he knows. Number six is Amancio Ortega. Amancio Ortega. He is a retail businessman of Inditex Fashion Group, best known for its chain of Zara clothing and accessory shops. This guy left school at age 14 and started working for a local shirt maker. A local shit maker? Shirt maker. Was it, War was it Warren Buffett? Mm-mm. It was somebody in Spain. Now, there's not a lot of notes on old Amancio Ortega because he lives a very private life. His personal life is kept very private. He has only given three interviews to journalists, the last one in 2012. And until 1999, no photograph of him had been published. That's insane. Yeah. Was, I mean, how long has he been a billionaire? So, he was born in 1936. You don't picture someone that made their billions from fashion as being someone who's like super shy. It's interesting. Uh, so, let's see. In 72, so he would have been 36, he founded Confecciones Goa to sell quilted bathrobes. In 75, he would have been um, 39, he opened his first Zara store with his wife. And then it skips to in 2009, he, uh, Zara became part of the Inditex group of which he owned 59% of, aside from other, over 6,000 stores. So, somewhere between the uh, 1975 and 2009, he became a billionaire. <laughs> Great. These are great, great Brandon's bullets today. <clears throat> well, there's not, there's just not very much on this guy. He refuses to wear a tie. He typically wears a simple uniform of a blue blazer, white shirt, and gray trousers. <laughs> none of which are Zara products. This guy's an enigma. Yeah, so that's Amancio Ortega. You ever shopped at Zara? Zara? No, I Zara? don't even know what it is. Oh, God. Have you're you? Such a, you're such a peasant. Have you? Uh, I don't, I'm not comfortable talking about my personal fashion choices. Uh, okay, so I'm missing number four, right? Yes. It is a Frenchman. And it's not Napoleon. Uh-uh. Is it Andre the Giant? <laughs> no. Those are the only Frenchmen I know. It's a fella who goes by the name of Bernard Arnault. Arnault. Bernard Arnault. Ar Arnault. He's number four. He's worth $72 billion. He's 69 years old and he... French fries, French's mustard, French toast. He's a French business magnate, investor, and art collector. He's the CEO and chairman of LVMH. He didn't invent French toast? The world's largest luxury goods company. 
That's where Dior, Christian Dior, and Louis Vuitton reside under. I can't believe that places like that have made more, have made this guy richer. Isn't that crazy? Like oil? Yeah. Or yeah, like all these oil companies or tech companies. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Fancy stuff. Uh, there's also not a lot of good notes on this guy, but he owns a yacht. Does he race with... Uh... He, I don't know if this is a racing yacht. It is the length of a football field. Oh, okay. It's like my yacht. Yeah. He owns a yacht. The article said it was 101 meters or 333 feet long. And I'm like, why don't you just say it's a fucking football field? It's a length because of a- the, the football field means something different to different parts of the world, Brandon. And he's French. Right. Well, it's the length of an American football field. And it has a glass bottom swimming pool, an outdoor cinema, and a jacuzzi on the sun deck. So, he's not slumming it in Omaha. No. <laughs> I th- in fact... Uh, Maybe when he takes vacations, he goes to somewhere like Omaha. One of these guys owned a yacht that had a name and called Symphony. I think it's him. Yeah. How old is this guy? He is 69 years old. Who's the youngest on here besides Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg is 33. The next youngest is 54 years old. That's Jeff Bezos. And then there's not another 54-year-old. Bill Gates is 62. God, just that's crazy. Six of the top 10 are over 70 years old. And they haven't discovered the fountain of youth, I'll tell you that. And one of the Koch brothers is in his 80s, right? 82. Yeah. Charles is 82, David is 77. And I would imagine that despite their great wealth, they lead what we would feel are extremely boring lives. Why do you say that? A lot of newspaper reading. I thought you'd be into that. Not these guys, they read like five papers a day. Oh, you, how many papers do you read a day? Zero. We only have one local paper and it's become, it's become like a pamphlet. This is the second time you've gone on a little thing about how the Tulsa world is not big enough for you. Well, it's kind of strange to open a newspaper and like there's no more pages in it. It's basically the same size. It's, it, the paper is sometimes smaller than the stack of ads that comes with it. How many more years will traditional newspapers be around? When will that end? I don't know. I don't know. The New York Times and Washington Post seem to sell and the Wall Street Journal all still sell a lot of physical copies, including outside of New York and Washington. Yeah. But for the rest of them, they're struggling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, Warren Buffett actually owns uh, our local paper in Tulsa now. Berkshire Hathaway acquired it, I don't know, sometime within the last 10 years or so. That's big news. Hot news. There hot we go. news, hot take. Warren Buffett. I'm going to go through it one more time here. The top 10 wealthiest people in the world as of March 2018 are number 10, Larry Ellison from Oracle. The two number eights, Charles and David Koch, the Koch brothers, the Lizard brothers from Koch Industries. Number seven, Carlos Chubby Slim wow. from Mexico. Number six, Anantio Ortega. From Spain, number five, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who knows everything about you already. Number four, Bernard Arnault, of the French Louis Vuitton fella. Number three, Warren Buffett. And number two, Bill Gates, who's actually William Gates III. And uh, number one, Amazon and Donald Trump enemy, Jeff Bezos. Well, he's not an enemy of Amazon. He's not an Amazon friend, 
president enemy president foe brandon if you woke up tomorrow and you had a billion dollars that you didn't have before yes it's the first thing you'd do Hmm. i mean do you want my honest answer or an entertaining answer honest i would hire a really good tax attorney and i would probably buy some land and build a home on it that had a bunker for the apocalypse <laughs> and a popcorn machine. Right. And a hot tub. Yeah, where? Where would you buy the land? Uh, somewhere relatively close to here. What would you do with your time? Would you work? No. What would you do? Nothing. You'd play Red Dead Redemption 2 all day? Yeah, I'd sleep and play video games and stuff. <laughs> That's, well, uh, the only reason I'm working is so I can have time to do that stuff. Yeah, I know, but some people would be like, well, I'd get bored if I didn't have a job, so I'd just, you know, keep working. I've never had that problem. Do you want to know the first thing I'd do yeah. if I had that kind of money? You would buy the Chick-fil-A that I saw you at last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that you could just gobble it up. I can't believe you saw me there. I looked over in the drive-thru and I saw you uh, feeding and trying to entertain your two small children by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I took a picture of you and sent it to you so you could see that I was spying on you. And I took that picture of myself straight to the spank bank, am I right? <laughs> Do you think, okay, I want you to really consider this. Do you think there's anyone out there in the history of the world? I know the answer is already yes. How, let's change it to how many people out there do you think have masturbated to a picture of themselves? And how many times has Tom Cruise done it? Um, he probably is one of the greatest perpetrators of that kind of self-adoration. You know there are people out there that do it. Yeah. Non-famous people too, just regular people. I don't know. As for what percentage of the population, I have to hope it's less than 1%. What do they say? What is the percentage that are serial killers? It's like a really small percentage. I wonder if it's higher than that. Is it less than 1%? I can't remember. Uh, Yeah, it has to be, I'm sure. Otherwise, we'd have like yeah. 4 million serial killers in the US. Right. Do you think there's anyone that has pleasured themselves to the picture of like a toaster or other kind of appliance? Yes. <laughs> but why? I don't why? know, man. I don't know. People are sick. I try not to think about it too how, much. How but... about a rock? Like a really big rock? Yep. Oh, man. Imagine yep. if that rock was a big butt. <gasps> you name it. Someone has enjoyed it silly putty yep oh yeah you can make it into almost any shape headphones yep sriracha sauce gotta think that would burn (laughs) any soft tissue it came into contact with you don't it doesn't mean you have to put it on yourself it means you're admiring a bottle of sriracha sauce to such a degree that you can't help but touch yourself yeah probably some bachelor yeah i'm gonna mark it as a yes let's move into some itunes reviews okay that sound good or did you want to stay on the objects that people have pleasured themselves to topic? I've, I'm ready to move forward. All right. I'm going to read uh, our newest review that came from Chris from the No Context podcast, which is also another great podcast I recommend. He is a listener of the show and here's his review. And I quote, If Reader's Digest and early 2000s SNL had a baby and the baby had a baby with BuzzFeed lists, you still with me? Yep. I'm drawing a family tree in my head. This would be that baby squared. Hmm. Nick has the snark and bravado of a youngish Tina Fey. <laughs> uh, 
And Brandon is that friend that prevents you from buying $500 worth of scratchers because you just won $500 from a scratcher. Their dynamic makes... I would do that. I would advise against that. Yeah, I think you would. But I think most people would as well. So, I think what he's trying to say is you're not unique in almost any way. Mm -hmm. He continues... Their dynamic makes a witty but charming show. See, charm was the word I used last week. I use that word about myself all the time. Yeah. And he closes out by highly recommended for this for long road trips and even short ones. Any kind of road trip. Just pop it in. So, thank you, Chris. We're going to read one more here. Thank you, Chris. That was nice. Fuck you, Chris. Whoa. Okay. This comes from The Camel who wrote 10 out of 10. Uh-huh. Looking for humor and a place to test your own general knowledge? Yep. Look no further! That's it. Thank you, Camel. That's from the Camel. If you'd like us to read your iTunes review on this show, we will read it. All you have to do is go to iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts, on any iPhone. Go in there, search Tennis Podcast, rate us five stars, leave a written review. We will read it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Brandon, all this talk about Coke Brothers has made me want a Coca-Cola. I can understand why. I'm going to drink a Coca-Cola while using an Oracle program and watching Telemundo while in a house in Omaha that's worth $31,000. Should I keep going or is that enough? Let's wrap it up. Uh, anything else you want to say? Mm. Stop using Facebook. Stop using Facebook except for when you follow the Tennis Podcast on Facebook. Right. Facebook.com slash Tennis Pod. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at Tennis Pod. We will be back next week. I'll have the top 10 list that week. And I already know what it is. It's going to be a, it's going to be a doozy. A barn burner? It's going to be a pecker of a list. <laughs> All right. I'm Nick. He's Brandon. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>